Good morning, afternoon or evening, wherever you are in the galaxy and welcome to the book of Boba Fett's recap from Star Wars Sessions. Yes, we are the place for you to get your Fett, to get your mulled wine and your fireworks. Boba Fett is here. My name is Matt Hudson, a.k.a. Java the Hud, and joining me as ever here in the cockpit of our replacement ship, Slave 2, is the greatest Star Wars man, fan and buddy out there. It's Master Blywalker, Luke Bly. How are you, friend? Oi, oi, Savaloy, Matty boy. It is good to be here, man. We're here. We're here. We are in the FET season. It has started. And so it begins. Um, Mate, um, what a wild ride. What a wild ride. It goes without saying, it's been a busy couple days, busy couple weeks for everyone, but it feels nice that like at the end of the year, when everyone, everyone usually around this time is like, oh, you know, I'm feeling like, I don't know what day it is, man. <laughs> and it's like, no, mate, it's bobber time. That's what day it is, mate. So, man, wow. I can't wait to dive into this episode in, in, and, and talk with, about it with you, mate. It's going to be filth. Mate, we're going to be feasting on the fets for the remainder of this episode. So, uh, Lukey boy, as he just mentioned, the book of Boba Fett is here. This morning, my man was live on national radio for five minutes, weren't you, mate? Talking about the book of Boba mm. Fett. How was that? Yeah, it was good, man. Uh, BBC Radio 5 Live got us on. It was some good banter, man. It was, it was some really good cracks. So, I don't know where we'll put that. Maybe we'll put that somewhere. It's like I, I was in there for a wee bit longer than last time we were on there, too. So, it was... I mean, it was good fun. It was really good fun. It's nice to see a lot of people around the world really getting into Book of Boba Fett season, you know, whether it's on the internet, radio, whatever. So, yeah, Star Wars season, man. It, you know, we're back. We're here. It's here to stay. We are here to stay. So for the next seven weeks, I think it is, Book of Boba Fett recap is going to be coming at you on a Wednesday. And for those new to the show, for those old to the show, all of our recaps are spoiler heavy this will be a spoiler filled recap of the book of boba fett chapter Mm -hmm. one so if you haven't seen chapter one go watch it about 40 minutes long then come back check us out we're going spoiler heavy aren't we mate yeah definitely definitely we are going to be dissecting every little bit our tiny little brains can comprehend we, we've probably missed bits and bobs but that's fine that's half the fun i mean we've only just seen this thing you know we are recording on the day we've seen it it's not yeah. long dropped so yeah i can't wait to get stuck in i'm gonna say up top i apologize if i'm echoey right because i'm recording in a large room which i'm not normally in i'm in the hospital at the moment but it's fine i feel okay i'm being well looked after there might be some background noise if it gets too loud i'll tell him to shut up um, but no, I'm in my own private room. That's why I get to say that. I'm actually in isolation, mate, because he's, of the crazy COVID stuff. He's in a back to tank, is what he's trying to say. Oh, or a back to pod. <laughs> yes. A back to pod. Back to pod podcast. Yeah. It all rhymes. Uh, it, it all rhymes. So, uh, Luke is uh, on the mend. Luke is here to keep me sane and on track as well. Spoiler review. Last warning. If you haven't seen it, don't come at us if we're about to spoil it for you. Let's get into it. Chapter one, Stranger in a Strange Land. Let's yep. just dispense of all of this now. Luke, you've seen it. 
up top. What are you thinking? The first episode. First episode. I'm really liking it, mate boy. Yeah. I'm really liking it. I'm really liking it. Yes. I think it is. It's not like the craziest episode we're going to get. I think it's very, um, I think it's really based. I think it's really, um, a, a, a decent start for this type of story we're going to get. You know, this isn't the Mandalorian. This isn't going to be. Um, as fantasy driven as that show. And we didn't think that that was going to be the case of Mando, but it's very, very Star Wars at its core. And by that, I mean that real fantasy Tolkien esque, mm-hmm. very George Lucas <laughs> story, right? Yeah, yeah. Book of Boba Fett, my friend, Western, uh, cowboys, mafioso, medieval, Filth. round table knights. Yeah, there's a lot of influences here, but it's it's way more. Um, yeah, I think it's way, it's very action packed. I, I I liked it on the top. I'm not going to give you a score. We're gonna we're gonna do we're gonna score at the end, right? We'll do that at the end. We'll get onto it okay. like we did with the bad battery cap. Yeah, uh, right. Okay, we'll okay. okay. Um, dude, up top for you. I was in. I really was in. No. And, yeah, I was because again for for pure transparency prior to the mandalorian i always thought boba fett was fine you know it looked cool didn't do anything look was fine mando came along suddenly you know tamura morrison's imbuing his character nothing against all the other fets and our boy um jeremy bullock our king but they gave to they gave tamura the opportunity to really flesh out the character in the mando and i was in you know robert rodriguez and and team took that character and showed us why he is the feared bounty hunter or warrior. Um, so I was really, I was quite looking forward to the book of Boba Fett and I was in from the first uh, moments because uh, like mm. you said, it's a very expository um, episode. It's kind of setting the scene. Here's where Boba was. Uh, and also weaving in here is literally where they are in present day. This is set post the, um, the rescue episode 16 of the man. This is set after that. Um, but what I liked about it up top is big boy Boba. He's psychologically tormented by his ordeal yes. within the Sarlacc and basically his life. We get flashbacks to Camino, Dionysus we'll touch on as well. Oh. But we go back through, you know, he's in, but he's in the Bicta and he's flashing back in his life. And, but and none of it, uh, none of it's good memories. We don't know what he was thinking about on Camino. He just saw the slave one docked, but none of it's good memories. So we're, well, are we going to get some kind of like psychological deep dive alongside the obvious action that we're going to get? So I like that. I like that they took a step back and thought, well, we'll show them in present day where they are at the minute on Mos Espa, but let's flash back now. This is where he's been. This is what's going through his mind. And this is basically how we got to where we are now. And I like that. That's episode one done. Yeah. Episode two and onwards, I imagine it's going to be slightly more in the quote unquote present day than this one. But as a scene setting, I liked it, mate. I think they set the scene very well, especially with all the, the crime lords and major domos coming in. So we could see where we are and then going back, that is why Fett looks like he does and is uh you know psychologically or mentally how he is now. I think it's a good start. A crime lord <laughs> I am a crime lord. Mate, um I love the title. Stranger in a Strange Land. I That's know. the title, right? I, very, very cool. Very, it's very rated cool. 12 plus as well. So for anyone out there who's got kids, 
It's, mm. it, I don't think it's, it, well, it's fairly violent actually, but it's a 12 plus. So that's, which I believe Mando was mainly, I think six, maybe I don't know what it was, but so this is aimed more a slightly older age bracket. So just care to bear that in mind. As Robert Rodriguez, right, as well. Oh, this is very you. much his style. You can tell this was Robert Rodriguez, you know. I, I think a few with a lot of in it where I signpost is like, right, that is that's Rodriguez all over. Right. Right. Yeah. I, I do you know what, mate? I love the intro, like you said. Um, yeah, pretty much groove it. The the prequel stuff, I was like, come on. Bro. Like the yeah, oh, attack of the clones. Just yeah. seeing <laughs> <laughs> just see it's so stupid but just seeing the validation of the oh, prequel right it's great and seeing that uh daniel logan scene but with but from a slightly different perspective we see him looking into the visor i was like this is great mm, mm. that's yeah i had the exact same thoughts i just looked at it i, I looked at little boba and i was like i swear that's a new yeah. shot like the one of him like just um, looking at the mask, like more, yeah, yeah. more close. I was like, "That's that's new," or maybe that's from a deleted scene or something. I wonder. Django's did head that... didn't fall out still. Yeah, well, that's the kind of elephant in the room, or the <laughs> or the head in the helmet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I think oh, it was. Mate. As far as I'm aware, it's new, but I I liked it. Yeah, me too. Me too. I I, I love the flashback again. It makes sense. I have a theory. Um, yeah. Can I come out straight up with this theory? Come out I flaming. Okay, all right. So Boba from the start of this episode is like, oh, I've got these dreams again. Mm-hmm. You know, he's saying, oh, I've got these dreams have come back again. I wonder if basically he, for, to, to help him with these dreams and to help him recover from these dreams, he ends up re- like being recommended to write down these accounts to help mm-hmm. him get over them. And that is the book of Boba Fett. Ooh. That's yeah. where I think the name comes from. Well, they've got to, they don't have to explain the name. I know Star Wars explains everything, but I've always thought, I've always been on the fence about the name, the book of Boba. I always thought, Hmm. Mm. it's a very strange title i know it sounds nice rolling off your tongue but it doesn't make any sense unless of course like you say it's like a bilbo baggins when he's right where yeah. he recounts them which is a good shout oh dude you know feloni dave feloni obviously who is exec uh producing this show along with john favs john mm-hmm. favreau you know he he's a huge tolkien fan he's a yep. huge, huge middle earth fan so that really wouldn't surprise me so again nice link with the tolkien uh bilbo baggins thing you know, I, I, I think that's what's going to happen, and that makes sense to me. But, you know, there's a lot of action in this episode. It kicks off, but it, I think it's well-balanced. You know, there's not even any dialogue until a good few minutes into this episode. Mm-hmm. There's no real dialogue. Um, mate, uh, the Rancor pit. Do we dive into the Rancor pit now? Because that's near the beginning, right? Uh, the the Sarlacc pit. Sarlacc. Oh my Sarlacc days. Yeah. Uh, Look, I'm on a lot. Listen, I'm on a lot of drugs at the moment. I'm on a lot of medicine at the moment. And it's meant to be keeping I, me on the straight and narrow. And I'm, and I've just seen new star Wars. My brain can't comprehend uh, it guys. Be yeah, easy boy. on me. I have a be theory as well based on the action we've seen, but I am going to save that till we get to that point. And I don't think I generally don't think I'm the only one who thought this. I can't be, but, um, the Sarlacc pit. Yes, mate. That's they, again, I've, I've put in my notes here that, you know, it's fairly simple exposition. They don't spend 20 minutes explaining how Boba got out the Sarlacc pit. He just, I like it. The, it was done within, what, two minutes maybe, where he, you, you see him kind of like, it's fairly, kind of like a fairly haunting shot of just like his prone body in the belly of the beast um, before he wakes up covered in goop. 
the yep. dead stormtrooper uses his oxygen. I thought that was a pretty handy, a pretty cool um, little thing to add in because yeah, you're in, you're inside the, some, something's stomach. You're not going to have any oxygen. What does he do? He punches a hole through the Sarlacc's stomach and just burns it from within. That's all we need to, then he bursts it. Then he, then he climbs out. That's all we need to know. We does he didn't need that. What else could he have done? You can't fight the Sarlacc. You can't do anything else apart from burn and burrow your way out. So um, I wonder if, again, full disclosure, as with every other recap, I've, I haven't read anything of anybody else's thoughts or reviews. I don't know if people like it or not. I'd be interested to see if that was good enough for some people. The fact that he just burnt his way out for me, perfect. Nothing else I could oh, have done. I'm really happy. This always happens. Like <laughs> we're like, I wonder what Matt's going to think of this. <laughs> and, and yeah, no, I feel the same. I'm glad they didn't just go right. Half the episode getting out the Sarlacc. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Cause it's like, well, it is just a stomach in the sand. Yeah. Pretty and much. Yeah. Big slug. Does it need to be much more than that? I don't think it does. I thought it was perfect. It looked like they got a body double as well to do to do that. And someone who's a bit more like Jeremy Bullock's build yeah, to do yeah, that, which flashback, which made yeah. yeah, which made a lot of sense. Um, yeah, I really liked it. I really, really liked it. I mean, I mean, that's it. Really weird bug thing as well. Moments later, being squeezed into Bobber's mouth from a Tuscan. I mean, yeah, come kind on, of like really that salacious. Juice and thing being poured into his gob. It's like, what, yeah. what's, what's, what's this about? But the Tuscans, I mean, between this and man, though, the Tuscans are certainly getting their due. They're getting their screen time, aren't they? Yes, and I, and it's showing us the diversity of the Tuscan people. You know, they're mm-hmm. not all dressed the same. You know, I, I like that. I like yep. that. And again, I like the Tuscans in this. Um, and they're they're a huge part of this episode, massive oh, part man. of this episode. So. Yeah, again, very cool. Uh, just a different dress. There's different... It, I mean, it makes sense. There's different clans, different guilds. Like Tatooine is, Tatooine is a huge Tatooine. planet. Of course, there's going to be minor differences between the Tuscans, wherever you are, if you're in that bit, if you're in that bit, if you're in that bit. Oh, man. Um, I I love it. It's it was so filth. Star Wars-y. It was oh, filth, Matt. And I like how yeah. they took their time throughout the episode. Like you said, there was action. It was good. But it was the moments just where you've got Boba in his in his crisp white PJs <laughs> being pulled along by the banther. You know, they're not they're not rushing through this. They spend two, three minutes maybe of just Boba Fett, Boba Fett, sorry, being pulled along by a banther, going in and out of kind of uh, haziness, consciousness, Looking at the two sons, focusing on the fact that his head and the the part of his torso you see is scarred up and burnt by the sun as well. Oh, they mate. really take their time to he show looks that rough. Exactly, this guy's been through it. And then mm. uh, then we get the title. The title card I thought looked a bit cheap, but <laughs> I know that's really bad. Oh, you didn't like it. The title card when it came up, I thought hmm, there's no texture to it. It's just it looked it looked like it needed to be rendered one one more time or a little bit more. Um, I like I've grown to like the the official kind of poster logo where it's kind of mm, beaten up and mm. um, damaged a bit. This looked a bit too, I really, but I suppose Demando was similar, I suppose. I really like the, um, the white text. There's a poster, there's a book of Boba Fett t- poster yeah. and it has just the plain white text. So it's the book of Boba Fett logo, but it's just white, mm-hmm. like mono, mono color. And I, and made that it's I effective. really like. I and didn't the music mind it. was I great. Thought- Right. Well, the music just a over funny the title one. cards as well, mate. The, this ominous music is what I've put down before we get before we get to the flashbacks and when we are going mm-hmm. through it. Really, mm-hmm. kind of ominous 
music, and I, I really like that. Uh, we've, we've got that the um, uh, the Star Wars logo and the helmets with the lightsaber yeah. lights reflect on. You didn't have that kind of upbeat music you have for Mando. It's very foreboding. And yeah, that's like, well, true. This is that's our a- this is the atmosphere here, the tone. Oh no, that's a really good pick. I, I didn't actually think about that specifically. I, I noticed the music was really good throughout the episode. Mm-hmm. I've watched this twice now, by yes. the way. Once, just you know, taking it in at it came on early. Actually. Early, man. I, yeah, I got it like ten minutes before, like ten to eight in the morning in the UK. Luke was so up ten minutes night, pressing F five, refreshing. I was. I, I <laughs> yeah. actually, I, you last night. I did wait until midnight, just in case. Just in case. <laughs> just in case. You know me. Um, no, I love the music. Now, what's interesting? Just going to the credits here. Talking about the while we're talking about the music, yeah, yeah, man. which I loved. Um, it, it with the credits, it did say music th- themes by Ludwig Johansson. Mm-hmm. Uh, the score by Joseph Shirley. Yep, that's that was so, news to me. Yeah, I was like, oh, right. Okay, so that's more of a collab than Ludwig just doing uh, Mando, which makes, again, that probably makes sense because Ludwig is a busy guy. Um, But all in all, you could tell this was very Ludwig Jorensen. You Mm -hmm. could tell it was, man, it slapped. Come on. What else can you say? Come on. (laughs) Oh, my. Well, just like the kind of like ethereal chant music over the end credits. We've got, again, we've got the artwork like we did in Mando, which is great. Um, but it just felt different. It felt like this feels, uh, I think you kind of said up top, you know, like you've got the, the mafioso, the crime laws, the factions, this uh, the kind of tribal music at the end, this, they're really kind of pushing into this. Now I think this is going to be much more of an isolated series. If they get off Moss Esper, uh, they might do. Is he going to go elsewhere? I don't know, but I wouldn't be surprised if they didn't just with, um, mm-hmm. how small this episode felt. And I don't mean that in a bad way. I've loved it. Like I, I, I won't like go it. into, I won't go into Kenobi, but that's what I wanted for the Obi Wan show—a smaller series focused on one area. But um, yeah, the Tuscans, though, mate. Um, after those end credits, you get the Tuscan kids just giving Boba a whooping um, whilst he's tied up, and then he beats oh. up the massive, the dog. It's called a massive. That's um, right, and and he escapes. But this is this is the first moment where I got r- proper Robert Rodriguez vibes when he takes on that. He has a duel with a Tuscan warrior, and. I recognised the Gaddafi stick he had in his hand as well. So I was thinking, oh, this is where he gets to stick, but he doesn't. He gets whooped because um, yeah. he's half dead. This, um, in 2010, Robert Rodriguez produced a film called Predators, which was a, a spiritual sequel to the Predator Arnold Schwarzenegger films. He he produced those, and this scene felt very reminiscent of one of the scenes in there, like a duel between one of the geezers and, and the Predator. And there's another scene later on which felt like that as well. So... That was the first time I got right. This there is Robert Rodriguez putting his spin on it. Um, even the way that the the warrior looked of kind of like the headdress and that. Like, right, this is reminiscent of one of his other projects. But um, yeah, they really took their time to show that Boba it was is fractured, basically fr- mentally and physically fractured. He didn't yes. just get out of the Sarlacc pit. Yeah, it was like right, let's get down to it. You saw the jar was stealing his um stealing his armor as well, and then they clocked him in the face but oh yeah he, he gets beaten by the jawas he gets beaten by the tuscans he gets dragged through the tetuine deserts under the twin suns by banthers he doesn't get fed he doesn't get nourished he doesn't get any he gets beaten by the kids now this uh, um, they don't necessarily have a time frame but you've got to imagine it's i don't know but uh, you know within set within a few weeks i get this episode is from start to finish uh yeah. from the flashbacks i mean 
how long yeah. is he with them for? You've got to imagine it's at least a week or if not more. Yeah, um, I reckon more. I'm sure they'll mention when it is. But yeah, man, I thought when they had that duel with the Tuscan warrior, I was like, oh, he's gonna, that's where he's going to get the, the Gaddafi stick from. Or um, I think I've called that the right thing. But no, he gets a, he gets a beaten and <laughs> tied back up again. Man, I, I I love that because again, it's a guy who's kind of he's on he's on the downer, right? He's yeah. losing at the moment. So we kind of have these two stories. We have him on the downward uh, spiral, you know, yep. with the Tuscans. He's he's effectively a slave, yeah. and then you have this current storyline going on in Mos Espa as this crime lord, right? So we're, we're having both of these stories at the Got going the rise at the same and fall, time. Or the fall yeah, and, and rise, yeah. And it's still not finished. So yeah. we're still going to go into episode two, chapter two, with this story going to be continued. And I think, mm-hmm. I think that's really cool. Now, I just want to move on to the... Uh, the other storyline, yeah, right. It, it, that so, happens after the beating by the Tuscan warrior. Right, he then goes straight back into the present day, and he's and he wakes up. He's got this droid helping him get ready. <laughs> there's, there's just so <laughs> much to love, and I think I enjoy more of the Mosespa stuff. I, do you know what I love all of it? But th- just the droids, the aliens, the mm-hmm. weirdness in this episode. Oh my <laughs> yeah. days! Is fantastic. Phoenix um, Shand, wake up, boss. Oh, mate. Fennec Shand in this episode is outstanding. I really, yep. really enjoyed her character. Loved the action from her. Loved loved, loved everything from, from her. Yep. Um, the droid, 8D8. Yes. Um, down, who's helping them with the, uh, the, the guests that were line <laughs> up, lined up to pay respects. Now, that reminded me of mafioso come night's medieval knights yes like you've got a baron and these are the local kind of townsmen who who are maybe you know uh higher up in society yeah and they're coming to bear gifts of the new sheriff or the new earl or the new baron that's it It, it, and to have and that's very similar to mafia culture too Mm -hmm. and it's it's like oh mate this is just it's 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 a page out of those very old stories once again and star wars is so good at doing that but we're getting it so specifically here i loved it and that droid 8d8 i think was voiced by matt berry it was yes. who who i love in the it crowd i mentioned the it crowd in the main <laughs> show berry. the other day and this guy has one of the best voices ever and he, he plays such very cool he plays like the best character in the IT crowd in the show, which is a Channel Four. It's a British show, Channel Four production comedy. It's like from the n- last decade, from the noughties. Oh no, that's not last decade. That is two decades two ago. Dec- oh well. Wow. Oh no. Oh, oh, we old that's now. slightly depressing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, that was really really cool. Uh, I loved the reference um, or, or the use of the word um, daimyo. Daimyo. Yes, the daimyo, yeah. Daimyo, yeah, which is like, uh, that, again, that's like kind of like a crime lord thing, isn't it? It's a Japanese crime lord thing, um, I think, right? Uh, yes. Yeah, mate. I loved it. And all the guests coming through, uh, even when a Trend Ocean Beijing company sounds like a threat. Oh, it. come on. Come on, bro. You had, you had the, the uh, I wrote them down, you had the Aqualish Don, he was called the Don, like Don, oh. like, kind of like Don Corleone. Aqualish yeah, Don, yeah. he wanted, he offered some friendship and credits. I did like it when he's like, 
Did you catch any of that? <laughs> do, you, do you understand what he just said? Uh, yeah, Doc Strassi, the leader of the Trandoshans mm. and mm. the ruler of the city centre and the businesses. He offered a Wookiee pelt, basically <laughs> a Wookiee fur to the new Damio. Mox Shays, the mayor of Mos Espa, it wasn't him. He sent his major domo, which is going to be a um, recurring plot point. I think he was a Toilek um, and he brought the mayor's heartfelt welcome. And Fennec's not pleased by that. That's where the line, you know, if you'd done that to Jabba, you'd be dead. And um, Boba's like, no, no, you know, tell 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 the the mayor that, yeah, uh, yeah. you know, give him my regards back. And he's like, well, you'll be seeing more of us soon. And then two Gamorrean guards who once belonged to Jabba and Bib Fortuna uh, are offered to be tortured, and Boba spares them for their loyalty. And again, Fennec Shan disagrees. I like that in this episode. Fennec is and Boba don't see eye to eye necessarily, or they don't have the same mm, ideas. And I, no. I think that's I think that's a good place to start. That it's not just you know two people of the same um, ideology just going to rule. We've got whether that's going to cause any friction down the line. Who knows? But it's good to see that there is that kind of you know. There's, there's Fennec's willing to stand up to the boss and say like no, that's not right. And he's also willing to be like I'm I'm doing it my way, whatever you might think. So I know only that. my only issue with the scene. And this, again, this is minor. And actually with the episode, in fact, my main, main mm. issue with the episode is that um, you had a Rodian, you had an Aqualish, you had a Trandoshan, and you had uh, a Twi'lek. Or Twi'lek lot, with a couple of... A lot of Twi'leks. Yeah. We just had... They're very familiar aliens. And I get yeah. why, because it's that time... But even then, just because it's that time of the... In canon, which is, what, five years, five, six years after Return of the Jedi, I'd have liked to have seen a few... Maybe one or at least one of them have been a different species, whether that was a prequel or a sequel species. Yeah, I agree. Just, just shake it up a little bit. That was my only kind of thing. I was like, okay, I, we, we see a lot of Trandoshans in Mando. They were using that. Uh, Tweez, Tweelek's fine, but um, Tweelek, Kylek, Helen Baths. But that's all I would have said, asked for. Was like maybe just something a little bit different. But we do know that on Tatooine, you get your Rodians. We saw that in Phantom Menace and in A New Hope, and there are Tweez aplenty. So, you know, there's on the flip side there's a reason why they'd be there other than hey look do you remember those but that was my yeah. only issue but yeah with that scene i liked it it showed boba was willing boba was willing to uh be civil or at least you know rule with respect rather than fear whereas fennec is uh, as he calls her the master assassin she's thinking outside of the box more so that if you do that this could come back to bite you later in the episode or in the within your crime lord career but she says that about the gamorians but uh, and but the Gamorians later come back to to help out. But I I like that scene. I like coming back to present day. I like the fact that we went back and forward. Uh, I quite enjoyed the fact that we went back a little bit more. So maybe going forward, we don't spend as much time learning about where Boba came from because we've kind yeah. of got it now. But yeah. I quite I liked the scene. Nothing wrong with that. The guy who played the major Domo was very much a stage actor. I believe he has got quite a lot of stage acting credits. Yeah, to his name. he 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 was loving he, it. He was, he did the job perfectly, didn't he? Because you're he like, oh, you're so, you're so slimy. I you're, know, but, exactly. But I've met people, proper ham. I, I have actually met people like that who are a bit like that in real life. Like some people, they, that that's just how they are. And yep. it's like, oh, mate, you are perfect for this. Well, he's like, the, he's like uh, Brad Dorif, his uh, green worm tongue in Lord of the Rings. Just perfect. As that, right. as this, as that, the, like that, the serpent in the ear. You know, you could this yes. guy. He's clearly he's tries to. He, he's a nice guy. He wants to be, but you know, as soon as you turn your back, he'll shoot you in it. So, 
Um, yeah. So I, yeah, I, I, and that's I what like say, that. right? Yeah, definitely. And right, so as well, they they start heading toward the uh, like cantina bar, sanctuary, the sanctuary, yeah, which yes. is wicked. And on the way there, did you notice something about some robot dogs? I saw them in the background. Yeah. Right. So those are the MIT Boston. Uh, oh, I don't know if it is MIT, but they're the Boston Dynamic robot dogs. I did. Have not you know seen? That. So I, I know Boston what you mean. Dynamic, yeah. yeah, the dogs that yeah, they were like there's a pack of these Boston Dynamic robot dogs just walking around Moss Esper. It's like, oh right, okay. Brilliant. Uh, That's I, great. I hadn't I hadn't <laughs> put the two and two together there, but I'd seen yeah. them. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so that's a real world thing that's been, but they, they stuck like some panels on them to make that's them right. look more Star Warsy. But these <laughs> things just walking around, it's like, wow. Yeah, like something like Elon Musk would make. Imagine that. That is just, I, I want to know who on earth did that. And uh, whoever did that, they just need a cheeky, cheeky wink or a pat on the back. Well done. Good job. Like yeah, uh, an Obi Wan, good job. Well, it's very Star um, Wars, isn't it? Like the gonk droids basically have been, or whatever it was, a battery. Mm, and you've got the, mm. and, and we've got our, our boy who I can't remember. It's, this is, it's, I need to hand in my Canon card now, but. The guy oh. in, on Cloud City with the ice cream maker, the Cam Toner, which is just an ice cream maker. Oh, yeah. It's always been Star Warsy to just find anything and just use it. Yeah, exactly. It's in our DNA. Oh, you know, uh, yeah. Ice cream maker, that'll do. Yeah. You know, I am, I've got to find out what that guy's called it. So at some yeah, point, I remember. Go but, on. Don't, yeah. I'm surprised you don't have it like written down somewhere, mate, boy, or a poster. I, I could come it Will Row Hood, that's it. Will Row Hood. That's it. That's, that's it. No, it. Carry yeah. on, sir. The MIT dogs. I did I did see no, them, the No, the MIT that's it. Boston Dynamics, MIT, whatever it is, the robot dogs that are really scary. Some people love them, some people hate them. A bit like Marmite. Yeah? Not so, a fan of Marmite. Um You're not a fan. No. You're having a laugh. You no. strike me as someone who loves a bit of Marmite. I, I believe I my brother like Marmite. likes Marmite and Bovril and all that kind of stuff, but not me. Oh Marmite in a bit of gravy. Oh my grave! Oh my gravy! This is where this is where we part ways, my friend. <laughs> if you do gravy, do get your normal gravy and just put a spoonful of marmite in there. Oh my giddy aunt! That is just the one. Yeah, like, I, you'll never look back, mate. I you'll can never try look it. Back. I can try it. Go on, give it a go. Go on, go on, give it a go. Um, do you know what? Right next, next <laughs> yeah. the sanctuary, the yes. the cantina, the posh cantina oh. thing. And Max Rebo. Yeah. Or what? And the cantina band with a Latin cover. Flamenco <laughs> lounge cu- cover, isn't it? <laughs> oh, mate, come I, on. I was sitting there thinking Johnny Reboliff is going to be going bonkers right now because Johnny Oliff, listener, yep. patron, king, local, local boy, huh? Loves Max Rebo to the point oh, he where loves I think he's got like pictures of him around his room. Um, so I thought, I oh, know he's going to be very pleased to see that. I'm pretty sure he, he uh, he's related to Max Rebo, actually. <laughs> he is. Like, yeah. That's how, that's why he loves him so much. He's like, yes, I'm a descendant of the Rebo. <laughs> Rebo lift. Um, I thought it was really cool. Again, yeah. it makes sense that in this part of Tatooine, they seem to be doing really well. Like the cityscape looks like it's expanded. Yes. Mos Espa is a big place. And let's not forget in The Phantom Menace, I said this, I think, a few weeks ago in the main show, um, Mos Espa does look and feel like a bigger place, right? I mean, it has an arena, yeah, for the pod racing. Mm-hmm. And there are scenes, there are certain scenes where like Anakin and Qui-Gon are together. You can see it's a big town slash city 
settlement, right? But that you're, you're just not getting the scope of it like you do here with Book of Boba Fett. And also cities can, can expand. They can get bigger. Um, so man, I, I loved, I loved seeing all of that. But yeah, it makes sense that in a place like that, you would have dives and, you know, rubbish places, but you'd have nice places too. And I'm glad that this wasn't just, um, uh, yeah, Grubby. to call a sp- to to call a spade a spade, yeah, not just another scummy scum and villainy mm-hmm. cantina. No, this is a bit more upmarket, right? It may it, I I love it. it. It's great. It's great. Yeah, I'm I'm here for that dichotomy, the difference in um in in locations because you look at Mos Espa from the outside, you know, it's sandy and it's very very traditional looking in terms of Star Wars, and you've got the market towns, but then yeah, you they're heading towards this door that looks like they're entering a bar cantina and like it is it's a lounge bar base it's a really upmarket clearly very obviously got some shady dealings possibly but the fact that they um they they uh, clean their uh helmets and then put a load of credits in there yours are cleaner than mine um to uh just to keep the the crime lord happy but you know i like the setting i like the whole classical flamenco sorry style uh cantina theme is it a throwback yes was it fun yes did i like it yes uh, but just to see a different side, you know me, a bit of Canto bite, a bit of me. I think I, yeah. I think I do quite well in the sanctuary. We 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 meet and we get a name now for Jennifer Bill's toilet, who is called um, <laughs> Garza Fwip. Garza Fwip. Um, Garza Fwip. Garza Garza Fwip. F W I P. I like it. Garza Fwip. She is the proprietor of the establishment, and uh, she's run it very well. And uh, Boba Fett seems to be fairly taken by her, uh, as well he should be, but. Um, yeah, it's just nice to it's just as nice to see that kind of side of it. He's going there and introducing himself. I'm not here yeah. to cause trouble. I'm here to make sure that your establishment continues to thrive under my watch. And she's like, "Cool, thank you for that. No worries whatsoever. Here's mm. your here's your money for protection." Mm-hmm. And then, mm-hmm. I, I, but it's just nice to see a little a little before that. Like so we got all the flashbacks and all the kind of the misery side of it, like the, the psychological torture. And then we then we have the uh, present day where they're more into the crime the crime laws are coming in and out like a conveyor belt it's nice to have a little break for a few minutes just to go to this very chilled out lounge bar i thought that was um really cool and that's and that's and then after that we get the first bit of action in first kind of real action or the set piece that we've seen in the trailer and this is where my theory comes into it as well um okay okay the assassins come which were in the trailer to be fair so it's not based also it's not necessarily based off of this episode but it is now more so okay let's hear it it's the color of their outfit okay the crimson color color. oh no the crimson dawn color of their outfit mate that's as soon as i saw it, i was like okay now like they're talking about the they're big i don't know who i'm not saying the mayor, mayor is going to be kira or anything it could be i'm not saying that but the way the guy was like the mayor the mayor the mayor they're clearly the mayor is somebody well, to be respected or feared or somebody we know but we we know who assassins. the mayor is from the trailers the mayor is the um oh he's that uh, duck on dark geezer yeah oh he's he's, he's toast he's toast um uh, I, but I like the Crimson, especially now, like Crimson Rain, the comic book only just come out this and War week, of the Bounty like Hunters has been going on. Well, it's finished now. That went on for kind of five, six months. The Crimson now, if it could not, might not mean anything, but the first mm. thing I thought was, right, we're talking crime, we're talking crime syndicates, crime lords, underworld. 
they're really pushing Crimson Dawn in the extended universe canon. Yeah, they are. Who's to say? And again, I'm not saying Kira's showing up. I'd like her to, but I'm not saying that. I think she might do. Um, but I just, the first thing I noticed was skilled assassin warriors wearing mm. crimson. Mm. Stripes, that struck me. But those, but those warriors were, they were, you know, they had this, they had the batons and their, um, stun, stun batons and their shields. Mm. They were, you know, they were wailing on they Boba were, and they, Fennec. Yeah, it was, it, that was, that was practiced. That was practice, you know, oh, yeah. and and the way they kind of surrounded them with the shields and whatnot. I thought that was sick. I loved the way Boba was just immediately like rocket launcher, bang, and <laughs> almost blew himself up. <laughs> blew themselves up. The money they lost a load of money to the Jawas and like <laughs> random people. Um, you know, who wouldn't? Who wouldn't be like, oh hello, like I'll take a couple of quid. Thank you very much. Kebab oh, yeah. on the way home. Um, yeah. Yeah, I liked that. I liked that. Um, I thought the, my favorite bit was, to be honest, uh, when Fan, was when Fennec was chasing the two guys, the two ninjas away. Obviously, there's that sweet moment where, uh, Boba rockets a guy <laughs> against the wall and the guy just evaporates and disintegrates. Yeah. Oh, well, you know, we're here for that. We're here Go for on. that. We don't mind that. That's, that's Star Wars. We're here, you know, rock on. But like the, the bit when, the lads were running away. These ninjas were running away. Fennec's like sliding under bits and jumped like the parkour, yeah. parkour, running around. Mate, come on. It, I thought it was fantastic. Really, really well done. And Boba tells, well, alive. We want one of these guys alive. And she kicks one over. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. then she's like, right, the other one, I'll keep you. Um, fantastic. Fantastic. Really well choreographed. Really impressive. Just seeing... In small details, when they're jumping over between buildings, over buildings and whatnot, down below you see busy marketplaces that scream, scream Arabic yeah. and old North European, African, yeah. yeah, North African um, architecture, vernacular, and culture, um, and it, it just it, which is which very much inspired the original Star Wars. Yeah, fantastic, absolutely fantastic. I I, I loved it, and that kind of thing it, it, it just satisfies me. That's not going to satisfy everyone. A lot of people will not care about that kind of thing. That's fair enough. But that kind of vernacular, that taste, that flavor, mate. I I think they nailed that. I love it. Really, but really love it. I did, and I think it was a good action scene. It, it wasn't just, it wasn't just because the trailer made it out that these warriors were going to jump down and they were going to be made made into mincemeat, basically. Because we saw, we saw them in the trailer. We saw them all surrounded, and then the aftermath after the Gamorians had, had jumped in to say to show their loyalty, which I thought was a nice touch. That without them, Fett and Shand are going down, but the Gamorians charged in and started taking no prisoners. It's a um, nice touch. Without the Gamorians, like that was pretty much game over. And the wasn't Gamorians it? have basically been, for the most part, been shown to be, you know, goons for the most part. You know, in Return of the Jedi, they're just kind of the funny green pigs who get choked out by Luke and don't really offer much resistance. In the Mando, they're they're really, they're dueling in like a wrestling boxing ring. And here we see them as guards, who you know, warriors who, who yeah. stand up to these assassins. But yeah, that bit where Boba blew the guy up, I was like, <laughs> this is what we're here for. And then yeah, Fennec, this is it. Fennec chasing him and uh, and she follows him around and just boots that guy off. I was like, yes, this is it. This, this is, what is I it. Want. This Fennec is booting the people way. to their death and then grabbing that guy. This is the way. 
And it's good action. Didn't go on for too long. Was mm. nicely balanced. Mm. It wasn't just our heroes or our, our protagonists um, wrecking shop. There was uh, they had to overcome the fact that you know these guys are like you say rehearsed. These guys are clearly trained. They're not going to have it their own way. I like that. I like that a lot. Um, and the way they got out of it made sense. The Gamorians were there. They were there to look after them. They saved them. And um, the the guy they captured, that's obviously going to be, again, that's going to be recurring. That's going to be the next episode, I imagine, is who are you? Who sent you? And we're going to be going from there. But uh, I think that was the last of the present day moments because I think we then yeah. got back into the flashbacks. Yeah, but I... Um... Was it? Yeah, no, that's pretty much it. Yeah, so he's they dragged him back. To, yeah, they put him back in the back to pod. Oh, yep. Um, and one of the first things I loved, kind of going back into the, because now Boba uh, is going on a little school trip with the <laughs> yeah. annoying kid. By the way, this episode made me despise a little alien child. <laughs> any TV, any TV, <laughs> touche, any TV. <laughs> show that makes me feel that strongly about a little alien kid and go i hate that kid you know i think that's quite impressive it's done its job it's done its job it's really done its job i like that um little thing as well i'm sure we got the first mate in star wars yeah i've got that as well moment. and yeah. i just felt, high feelings mate i, was like, I yes. felt like I felt like the Anglosphere minus the United States and Canada just <laughs> yeah. all went, yeah, mate. The Commonwealth erupted. Yeah, the Commonwealth. Yeah. I literally have that down as well. I was like, no hard feeling. He said it to the dog, the massive. I was like, the dog's just, yeah. no hard feelings, mate. That's to yeah. through and through, that is. Everyone from Ireland, Britain, South Africa, Australia, New Zealand, and and beyond felt slightly validated. We felt seen there finally, mate. <laughs> yeah, we were like, yes. There you go to our, to our uh, foreign to our international listeners who don't know who hear us say mate all the time. It's now yeah. canon. It's canon. Yeah. We're canon. Yeah. yeah. No hard feelings, mate. Oh, mate, we're going to need to include that. We will. We've got to put that in the intro. And then he's there, and then it. actually he says, "Easy, youngling." So we get the word "youngling" used again mm. in Star Wars, which uh, mm. I know hasn't been used an awful lot um, since. Um, uh, Obi Wan had to uh, since you McGregor had to force it out of his mouth in Revenge of the Sith. They killed well, y- younglings. Well, also, uh, younglings. <laughs> well, also, also as well, Boba was a kid as well, and yes, Boba, and from Clone Wars, we know that Boba wasn't like super well behaved and stuff. But we 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 understand why he has a mission, but. There's a stark difference between, and th- and this is the thing with Boba Fett or Boba Fett, is that he isn't just being evil for evil's sake. He's not just being bad for bad's sake. Mm-hmm. You understand why. This kid is just being a little... Jobsworth. Absolute, Jobsworth, thank you. He's just being a little so-and-so because he can, because mm-hmm. he's a bully and he's not even strong or like he, he's just a kid. And I, again, there's a, there's a big lesson in there. And I, you know, I, I really, really loved it. I really loved that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It reminded me of when I was younger and you'd have like a 50, a 16 year old supervisor in a, in a supermarket trying to tell you what to do. Get, get out of here. Um, uh, yeah, I, I liked that. Again, yeah, you say we got the, at the end, well, not even at the end, we, they're, they're digging for their water or, um, for their sustenance and the Rodian, you know, finds a claw and I was like, oh, cool. It's a crate dragon or something. The, uh, the bones, 
Yeah. No, it's not. It's like this massive. Uh, how many arms did it have? Like well, six, six or four, six appendaged animals. Six, which we've never it was seen before. Very, it was very Ray Harryhausen. Very much. Very, so, yeah. very Sinbad. Yeah, Jason. Very and old school Godzilla like as well. You had your two, your two old big legs, and then your four uh, Mortal Kombat arms. Um, again, never seen it before. No, I quite liked it. I like the fact that it just sleeps in the sand. Um, and it that Rodian, well, rest in peace to that Rodian, just like slammed into the oh, sand. Oh, that Rodian was an absolute mug, wasn't he? Well, he set off the alarm. He could have escaped. Oh, so what really, an idiot. Karma, you know. What an absolute, what an absolute melt. I couldn't stand that Rodian. What, again, goon. what were you doing? What, what is wrong with you? Oh, he's trying to escape. Mate, what? <laughs> just let him go. Well, let him let what? you go. Yeah, I know, right? Why wouldn't you be like, yeah, go on, mate. Like, let's come on. Like, get get the old, get, yeah, cut me loose and we'll, we'll make around a run the corner. for it. We're going to have a couple of shots, a couple of KFBs. But um, that happens with some people, doesn't it? Even in real life, that's the yeah, thing. Yeah, it is. It's kind of, um, it's flight or fight, or you kind of look after your own skin. Uh, but no, yeah, the the, four, the, the four-armed, six-dependent, six-limbed monster, I thought was cool. It made us appearance. It was there to basically yeah show kind of wasn't it wasn't even necessarily bobber's soft side he was fighting for his life but but at the same time he wasn't going to have a kid being killed and then when they go back to the tuscan um tuscan camp then he kind of you're watching him see the kid getting the adulation and he's kind of almost you can see him almost kind of like feeling a sense of like pride or actually okay yeah maybe that was the right thing to do Again, it doesn't make him suddenly the, the galaxy's greatest hero, but it shows that, like you said, he isn't just a bad person. He was a bounty hunter who, who took jobs for money. Yeah. Um, but now he is trying to survive. And if that means... And that's all he knew. That's all he that's knew, all exactly, he knew. From, from his upbringing. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. he, he saves his, he helps save his kid, but also at the same time save himself and buy, and earn his freedom by the looks of it, because the chief gave him his water. Um, Love that. But I could have thought that as well. They this is really uh, kind of odd interlude section where the that little um, Tuscan ki- uh, gimp kid just he drags them to <laughs> the homestead. Uh, homestead. Tusk- it wasn't Tuscan, the last Tuscan gimp kid. Whereas Let's another, get that on a t-shirt. It's another Phantom Menace kid, isn't it? An annoying yes. uh, Tatooine kid. They're all annoying. Yes. But they go to a homestead, <laughs> which isn't. It's not the last homestead, but but the water is being taken by the, some raiders who look like the ones from the Mando and. I thought I'm, I uh, when I was watching, it, I was expecting something more to come from it. And I was and I, uh, they did. He just kind of drags them there. I wasn't sure if they were hiding from them or if if the kid was showing. Look, you know, look, you know, look what the atrocities that people do here. I'm trying to. I don't know if you got anything out of that scene other than hey, look, there's a homestead and there's bad people here. Right. Okay. Um, we're talking about like the bike gang and stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I have something really geeky to tell you about that. Go on. It reminded me, you know, um, in the summer, I kind of was reading, getting a bit obsessed with Shadows of the Empire. Yes. Okay, so in Shadows of the Empire, which is obviously from the old canon, the from the 1990s, the huge multimedia project, um, some of our guys from that, I think it's Luke and I think it is um, Dash Rendar. Again, I could be wrong, mm-hmm. might be getting confused, but they go down to Tatooine and they're faced with a biker gang yep. called Giz's Gang. Giz's Gang. Z if you're from America. Um, yeah, Giz's Gang. And um, 
they are a speeder bike gang and they ride around tattooing, didoing, causing trouble, being gangsters and stuff. And you even, I think there's even a mission in the Shadows of the Empire N64 game that's like this. I think they're going to be a huge part of this Book of Boba Fett series. I think basically Tatooine is in a state, um, not Jabba, Bib has let things go like under. He's done a rubbish job. Hmm. The Empire's gone. So there is some serious power vacuum going down, right? There is just mm-hmm. people are going to be all fighting for control from all kinds of places. Yeah. Um, I think we're going to come back to that. To, to to the gang, the swoop bike gang. Um, they have to. That's a good shout. If true, the Giza's gang. It will also be a nice way of paying homage to legends, which I know they do um, here and yeah. there. But that would be a no, nice. I think way they're to doing a lot in. more. I think they're oh, doing yeah. it a lot more. Yeah, I think so because yeah. you've got because you've got that to pull from. You, you know, that's out there. It may not be strictly part of the main timeline canon, but it's out there and people know of it. So why not? use it as an influence for your story you could make a new crime gang or you could use one that's been used before and you know tweak or modify it if needs be but um, that's mm. a good shout because i just i just thought i thought mm. the scene was fine but i kind of wondered what the purpose of it was was it to make boba fett realize that oh no you know these innocent families are being um are being hurt by the actions of these bounty hunters or these uh criminal uh these uh yeah bad people which we, which he was prior to being eaten by the Sala. That was what he would have done if he was paid enough money. So I don't know quite why it was in there to start with, but didn't dislike he, he's, it. Well, well, he's probably thinking like this, like what is going on? Like this wouldn't have happened under Jabba maybe. Yeah, maybe. Possibly, Something like that, is, you know. Tatooine now because those, those raiders also looked, looked slightly similar to ones we got in Mando. So uh, again, nice little tie-in and this did and feel as well like a cousin to the mandalorian series like visually in, i just wanted to say that as well yeah and though you're spot on i mean it, it very much so very much so it really is like the little brother or cousin or yeah. you know just companion of the mandalorian but because one one thing i did think is that and we might actually go into this is that the way he gets his armor back and whatnot you you see that all in the mandalorian you don't see that in the book of boba fett so if you were ne- never to see star wars to have seen star wars before and you see book of boba fett you know the armor thing how does that play into it uh, that i think that's quite interesting would you have to be like, oh well you have to go watch mandalorian and it's like well that's an interesting take as mando is meant to stand on its own and it kind of does. Whereas I wonder if Book of Boba Fett will have to lean a bit more into Mando um, for, for that context. But, you know, we'll see. You know, this is the first episode. It's I'm early days. That, I'm fine if it does, my friend, because we've seen with other IPs and that, that they, they you can interlink things and you and if you need to watch something else, then so be it. You know, that I, I don't mind that. If, some, if, if the Mando... If you have to go back and watch episode chapter 15, I think it was, of the Mando to see Boba get his arm or whichever one it was, sorry, then fine. That, I don't mind that. And I know it's easy mm. for me to say as a fan, mm. but because mm. we know we, they, they even said that they was, these were going to kind of interweave with each other. Certainly these two and then uh, Ahsoka, I think, as well. And what was going to be Rangers of the New Republic, they're all going to be set with it at the same time and then the same part of the story. So. There was there was that expectation that it was always going to happen, but uh, I know what you mean though. I'm glad that they didn't just show that again. I hope they don't go back to show it again. I hope they just um, a bit like Maul in Solo, just rely on people knowing stuff or going back to look at things, uh, other 
shows or series to get to fill themselves in. But as for a first episode, though, my friend, I uh, I, th- I thought this was really really solid, and I like it, how expository it was. I like the slow side of it. I like the mm. more mental side of it. I like literally like actually uh, psychological side of it. Uh, the first the first thing I thought once the the Tuscan chief gave Boba his water, uh, he had a little sip fade to black the first thing i thought was right i don't think people are going to quite like that ending i think people were gonna because we really? mentioned on last week where we thought we were told there's big surprises in each episode and you know you've got so much to you know things are going to happen and the first half of the episode is pretty much a trailer footage which to be fair most of it was um i wonder if people were seeing that ending and thought oh the episode was good but the ending was a bit lackluster i don't think it was but i wonder if people thought it was a bit too abrupt or uh, it didn't end on a particularly explosive note, which I I've said before. I think you have as well. I don't need ep- each episode to end on a cliffhanger or a revelation. As long as it's a good episode, I don't care. This was a good I mean, episode. I liked I, the ending. I, I kind of remember feeling a wee bit similar to the Mandalorian when that first aired. Mm-hmm. You know, in in November uh, 2019 or October 2019, whenever yeah. that was, the first episode. And I thought, oh, wow, that's, it's different. Oh, wow. The music's different. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. I thought, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. you know, it's different. It's almost because it is new. You're, it's almost like a shock to the system. And, it, and you don't quite know what to make of it. And it takes some time to digest it. I think that's usually quite normal. Yeah. Um, I think, though, this is different to Mandalorian. There's a different tone. We have a bit more of an idea of what to expect because we have had Mandalorian. And there, mm-hmm. is, there are going to be those inevitable comparisons between Mando and Book of Boba Fett. Of course. They're different shows. Um, I think I – yeah, I think – I was wondering about people's reactions too. And I thought, oh, do you know what? I'm not sure if this is going to click with everyone. I think some people are going to be like, oh, it's a bit boring. Or some people right. be like, some people will be like, oh, I wanted more action. Mm-hmm. And, and it's like, yeah, but that's not what this is, is it? It's not just going to be Boba shooting everyone in the face every no. episode. And I wouldn't want that. I don't want that. That was one of my concerns for this show <laughs> is that dude is just turning up and slapping people left, right and center. Terminator. Yeah. I don't want that. I know that that doesn't belong in star Wars. I don't think I, I just really don't like that. I like yeah, it. They'll, used they'll, sparingly. That's it. They'll sprinkle it, makes, it in. And we'll, yeah. we'll get that. We'll get those big acts. Um, to be, to be, to be fair, in, this, in this episode, we had, um, uh, Boba disintegrate someone. We'll basically blow the blow them to smithereens. He had Bo- Fennec Shan murder someone by kicking him off a roof. He had a Gamorrean guard yeah. slice somebody's neck with their blade and kill him. You had yeah, I noticed get, that. I you're noticed getting that. Yeah, you can and, and obviously get against stabbed as well. You're gonna get it uh, in in fits and starts, but it, that, that doesn't make for a good. And I love me some action and some horror and all that, but it doesn't make for a good show episode series if that's mm. all it is mm. i loved the fact that we went back in time we got that slow stuff we got the inner workings of Bo- boba fett isn't just like you said he's not just a, cu- a cow- cold killer he's he's a, he's a human who's been through stuff they're not i don't know if they're going to try and humanize him it looks like they don't know they may slightly try to i don't know but they're just showing us where he's been where he's came from and why he is 
and like he's that. growing up you know we've you know it's easy to say oh yeah people are growing up they're maturing you know mm-hmm. that's usually an expression that's used with people when they're like teens yeah, or yeah. 20s or 30s you know maybe even later but that applies to all of life you know you still got people who have retired who are maturing and, and growing and changing and uh, for the for the better you know and that's the point of star wars isn't it the yep. whole point of star wars is like if you look at vader's arc vader is the hero of that original trilogy well really of star wars in general without vader and without luke arguably there isn't any star wars and vader is the bad guy underneath that helmet for that time in the original trilogy and by the end he is that hero it's brief Mm -hmm. but there's a lot of substance behind that doesn't mean because boba fett was this lawless kind of bounty hunter he obviously doesn't want to be that anymore like that's completely obvious now isn't it because it's like well yeah he wants to be a crime lord because he's been bullied he's been lied to he and he's always ended up at the bottom of the pile and he's almost just in the belly of the beast yeah he keeps getting done over he keeps getting done over so now he's naturally he's gonna be like well what way do i know not to get done over by everyone in my life i know what do i know uh being a crime lord it doesn't so, mean he's going to soften either as, a, as you can tell it doesn't mean he's suddenly going to become tim nice but dim or anything he's clearly still no. going he's clearly still got that ruthless um cold-blooded streak to him where he will do whatever he needs to do to get what he wants he's not oh, going to be a good yeah. guy so that, oh, that's the like. ice cream man yeah 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 he's not he's not going to be going around with his uh ice cream for the rhodian kids <laughs> or the tuscan kids but he's clearly still yeah. a bad dude at heart but that doesn't define him the fact he's a bad guy he's just got like fennec Sh- i think fennec shan is a bit colder than boba is but mm, um mm-hmm. boba is he'll get the teeth st- i don't think and they're gonna make younger. him a nice dude though still she's she's younger too you know um yeah, no, she is, yeah. Uh, I don't think they're going to make Boba the hero or anything like that. I think they're going to show that he's, yeah, he, he will, like when he helped out in, in the manor, he helped the gang out and he had his yeah. um, his um, honour, his code of honour where he had to help Mando get the child back because of what they did, because of their oath almost to each other. But nah. so they're going to show that he's a man of respect and oh. honour. Doesn't mean he's going to be a good guy throughout the whole thing. So I think um, that's what I took from it. Yeah, they're showing that he's a dude, but he's still a crime lord at the heart of it. You know, Don Corleone was, he loved his family, but he will still kill you in cold blood if he has to. Right, right. So we got mafia, we got cowboy, we got a smidge of medieval, we (laughs) got Japanese, we got like Arabic, we got (laughs) North African, and like there's a lot in this that, there's a lot to love. Matty boy, new Star Wars content. Oh, oh, so good. So good. You know, you yes, know. It, yes, it was, mate. Phoenix and yes. So, yeah, mate, I, <laughs> I think I liked, I liked how those two played off. That's highlight. That's, That's my highlight. Just, just Phoenix great. I think she's great as a character. I think she's one of the best in the new live action canon. Um, and I'm glad that they're developing her. And I think as our two leads, because again, before the show came out, Jennifer Beale as a side, we only knew that Ming-Na Wen and Tamira Morrison were really in it. I think those two were good together. We know that they, from Mando, they have a rapport. I think they were good together, that they butted heads a few times. And I think everybody in everybody in the episode was decent. I I am going to be endeavour to look at what other people think are, um, of certain aspects, like the ending, 
the lack of action, the slower pace, characters like the um, the Master Domo, how how they went down. I want to see if people think they're a bit six legged lizard thing, the lizard you know? thing, Rodians and that. I'm interested to see people's take on it. Mm. So, uh, apologies for anyone who's been sending. I haven't looked at them because we always go. I certainly always go into recaps as as clean as possible in terms of other people's opinions. So what you're hearing now is unfiltered and certainly mine. Uh, but I am really interested in hearing what people thought about certain aspects. Cause I like this. I think this is a strong opening episode. I think we will get better, but maybe that's because uh, we'll, maybe that just means we'll get more reveals yeah. or more kind of like air punch moments. But I think this is a strong episode. I am interested I to know what the wider audience thinks. I agree. Matty boy, it's time to slap down our scores. Surely. Right. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, yeah. I'll execute the scores now. Um, oh, oh, yeah. So out of 10, uh, out of 10 then, my friend. So Stranger in a Strange Land, Chapter 1, our first Star Wars live action content for what feels like the longest time. What are you going to give it out of 10, my friend? Right. I think I'm going to give it a 7.5 out of 10. Mm-hmm. 7.5. Not quite an 8. Um, I think it, uh, it, the, the only thing it lacked is a je ne sais quoi a slight magical moment that really <laughs> punched me in the heart other than that, uh, which you're probably not going to get from this show. And if you are going to get it, it's probably going to be later on uh, similar to the Mando episode, mm-hmm. similar kind of, but again, different, different context, different time in real life for me, my boy, strong, solid start to book of boba fett 7.5 out of 10 what about you mate i still a filthy score mate and according to tamura morrison at some point he has to get the tissues ready for the book of boba fett that's an interesting comment that he made mm. um i wish me- they wouldn't say this I've i know like, i know i said that in the main show last week yeah, like we don't need to know that but you don't need to tell us that well, this Come is what I, this is what i was getting at earlier on just before i give my score is that robert rodriguez kind of uh, has been letting us absorb with the idea that every episode has something major happen. And you could, in terms of canon, you could look at this episode and say, right, we now know how Boba got out of the Sarlacc pit. Okay, fine, that is a big moment, but we also knew he got out because, well, Mando happened. Um, so, right. there, so there, there were smaller moments which were cool, but he, by by kind of bigging up the, and that was kind of what I was hinting at, especially with the ending as well, where, where people had had it ingrained into them that, Big things were happening, big surprises, big moments, exciting things that you're going to be talking about a week are going to happen. And uh, realistically, we I don't think we got that in this episode. I don't care about that. I don't mind. But I think a lot of people will do. And I think people may score this down. I'm going to give this one a very solid eight out of ten. Um, I did. I was considering going eight and a half out of ten. And my mind is swaying Ooh. because like, like, like you said, I, don't, I didn't want it to be fully. I want action. I want to see Boba go ham. But I mm. want, but now I know that at least in this episode they've shown how, why, where, and what Boba is at that point in time. How has his ex- life experiences affected him? And they spent probably seventy percent of the episode with that, with you know what made Boba Fett, Boba Fett, how he is now, the psychological side of it, bruh. That that's it for me. I'm here for it. if they if they're gonna if they can tap yeah. into that a bit more, yeah. Yeah, huge. This could be a huge win personally for me because I think that could be great. Plus, we also saw Camino, big win. I love me some Camino. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna go for. 
I'm going to go for an 8.3 out of 10 because I don't want to go as high as 8.5. Oh, I don't know why. Something, something's stopping me. I'm going to go 8.3 because I've got everything I wanted, man. I don't need I don't need to have a and big we can do We can do what we want because it's exactly. our podcast. So yeah, we are, We're the geezers here. We're the mates. <laughs> we're, um, we're the six-armed beast. I don't. Yeah, I don't need big uh, reveals every episode. I don't. I don't think that makes for good TV. If if you're expecting something like that or like character of the week, you fo- they focused on the well, the one main character with a sprinkling of Shand, and that that worked for me, mate. That's all I could ask for. So roll on next week, where I think things are going to start to the story is going to evolve and expand and develop. And I think by the episode seven, I think the last, chapter seven, the last one, I think we're going to. It's going to be bigger, much bigger. But I really like this smaller start, bro. Oh, I love this, mate. And it, oh, how good is it? Live action yes. Star Wars is back, <laughs> yes. guys. Come on, let's celebrate. Let's enjoy it. Take it all in. Take the filth in. Smell it. Just smell take, that filth. T- taste it. Um, uh, mate, uh, uh, roll on in your that, That's another thing. I'll, le- I'll leave you on this thought. I am really, really ready for that second episode. I'm so like, you right, can ask for. where is the second episode? You know, I, and that's a good sign. That's a really good sign. That's all you can ask for, my friend. I'm with you on that. I'm still getting used to the fact that it's a Wednesday, Wednesday drop mm. uh, across the world. But mm. there are probably worse problems to have in the world than worrying about <laughs> when a show comes out. But it was nice to keep the weekend <laughs> off. However, it's, you know, we're, we're now hurtling towards the weekend in a Boba Fett um, spy stream. So uh, that's going to be the episode the first uh, recap the book of boba fett's recap luke bligh 7.5 out of 10 jabba the hud 8.3 out of 10 for Ooh. me we'd love to know what you thought about the show were you disappointed were you over the moon were you Meh. what would you give it out of 10 have any of our points resonated with you to the, you know certainly about the ending or the big surprises or anything like that let us know what you thought lukey boy where can the world find us on social media they can find us at starwarsessions.co.uk. Search for us on social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. Just search Star Wars Sessions. We're going to be there. Uh, chuck us a voice note. We love voice notes, messages. Mm-hmm. Send them to our email address. Hello there at starwarsessions.co.uk. We also have a free Discord. It's like a massive WhatsApp group chat. If you want to be added to that, DM us, message us, and we can send you the link for it. It's great. Yes, sir. We're on Anchor FM, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google, Amazon Podcasts, all the podcasts, all the providers. We are on there. Uh, If you love our show, please consider leaving us a good review on your podcast platform of choice, which now includes Spotify. You can rate us on Spotify. We would absolutely adore that. Apple Podcasts. Let them in. Let them roll in, please. It helps the show grow, helps us more than you know. Gets more listeners in. Plus, we get to speak to you guys about the book of Boba Fett and just Star Wars each and every week. So thank you very much, guys. Yes, and please tell all your Star Wars friends about us. Tell your mum, tell your dad, tell your mates, tell your cats. Tell your little Ewok. Tell the really annoying Tuscan Raider kid. Tell your cousin the more the merrier, the castle spicier. They're doing. Did you mean tell the warrior had the honour of being booted off a roof by Fennec Shand? Now this is the podcast you're looking for. So until the next Book of Boba Fett recap from me, see ya, and from Luke. May the force be with you always. Luke. I like it. I don't know if I'm going to do a spoonerism with the recaps. I usually do it on the main show, but I think I'm, I'll, we'll, we'll figure something else out. We'll figure something else out.
mate. Don't do it.